Artist Emancipation is a declaration for all artists to remember exactly how powerful they are. Freeing ourselves from society's definition of what an artist should be, we allow ourselves to return back to what made us happy in the first place, our true expression. I'm Shauna Poliziani, and I'll be your host. Wow, wow, wow. You are here for the very first episode of the Artist Emancipation Podcast, and I don't know about you, but I'm basically shitting my pants with how excited I am. This past year for me has been absolutely terrible. It's been absolutely amazing. It's been the best year. It's been the worst year. It's been crazy. Uh, And this is what it's all about. So I'm here today to share with you my experience and where it's leading me in the future. You'll notice that this episode is called Coming Home because that's truly what I feel I've been doing the past 8 to 12 months of my life is just coming back home to who I am as a human, who I am as an artist, and who I want to become as a leader, as an artistic leader. And basically, the way that I'm going to do that is by breaking it down into three parts, coming home to confidence, coming home to collaboration, and coming home to evolution. And this is all in creative terms, but I am going to be getting personal about how each and every one of these sections has affected my life in the past year, um, because it's been one hell of a fucking year. I don't know about you guys, but goddamn. (laughs) So let's talk about coming home to confidence. Now, as an artist, I don't know about you guys, I'm assuming majority of the people who are listening to my podcast or will be listening to my podcast are artists or creatives in some shape or form. And I've grown up with the expectation that artists should always be the shy ones, maybe the not so confident ones. We express ourselves through our work, which it can be true. It may not be true, right? But I was always set with that expectation that Shauna's the quiet one, but she's really good at art. Shauna's the shy one, but she can really draw, (laughs) you know, like all these little, little weird things of being an artist. But confidence was never my strong suit. Um, even with showing my work and showing, um, just my personality with people, I would be very cautious about who I allowed into my life, which guys, you should be. But again, there's this feeling of I can't show the world who I am because people won't accept it. And I think that runs through a lot of artists' minds because we think differently. We're very, I don't want to say we're strange, but we are. (laughs) So I have taken this concept of being shy and being scared and being not so in the spotlight And I've applied it to my life that I would always just be the person in the background. I mean, fast forward to now, I'm running my own business. I have been doing so for the past seven years that I've had my either freelance or my agency up and running. And I just had this realization that, God, like I'm doing all these things that are killer, but like my confidence still isn't there. Like what is going on? So I really had to take an inward look at myself and see why I chose not to share who I truly was with the world. Um, I would always hide behind and you may be like, Shauna, but I love you online. I, I You show your personality all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not, not a whole lot. I I very much hide behind my work or I did so much before this. And um, 
it was, and it was always client work. So what I was facing and putting out to the world was I'm really good at making other people happy. I'm really good at understanding what other people want, but it had nothing to do with me. It had nothing to do with my goals, my aspirations, the mark that I wanted to leave on the world. And I don't think people saw that. So when I finally realized what I was doing, you know, and this all came, if you love this episode, check out the behind the scenes videos that I'm going to put on YouTube because you'll hear the whole personal story of like what truly happened during this time. But once I went through this, once I went through this really personal experience, I, I took a good hard look at myself to understand why I was doing the things that I was doing. And for me, I've always kind of dreamed of being like, this is going to sound so stupid, but the popular girl or the person who has no problem going up to people and having conversations and being accepted by everybody. And this may sound like a, like, oh, she just wants to be loved, but that that's not it. I really wanted these true connections with people that I just didn't have the confidence to go up and do or put the effort behind because I was so scared of being hurt or being shunned away from people, right? So one of the things that I initially saw in myself as to why I wouldn't show up for people or I wouldn't show up to events and do all these things is because I was very uncomfortable with my physical appearance. So I would say no to a lot of things, or I would shy away from video online or stuff that truly showed my personality because I was just like, I just don't want to deal with one, like watching myself back and like being unhappy with what I saw or heard. And then two, like, I just couldn't do it. I was so nervous of like, I don't even know. I couldn't tell you, but like, I, I, I took a a good look and I was like, you know what? Like, this is easily fixable. It was mainly a weight issue for me. And I was like, if I just do this now and I, I get to where I want to be, Will that allow me to step out and be confident in myself as an artist, as a person, as a human who can share her thoughts, her feelings, her goals, her aspirations with an entire world? And the answer was yes. So that's really the start of everything is when I went on like a physical fitness journey. And this it doesn't mean that you guys like have to look at your physical selves, but like it was a hurdle for me that was making me stop what I needed to do for the rest of my life to leave an impact on people. So it had to be fixed. And if you have something like that, like that you have to come to terms with, like it's either do it or don't, you know? And and so I went on this journey and I'm still on the journey, but I've lost like 50 pounds in the last seven months. So fuck yeah, right? Like, thank you, thank you. I'll take all the applause I can get because that shit is, it's a journey. It's a journey, it's a its a way of life. But I can say with 100% fucking confidence that losing the weight, not only was it just about accepting myself physically, but it also allowed me to see that when I put the time and effort into something consistently, I get better at it. And not only do I get better at it, I start to understand the process. I see how things work. I learn and I get fucking good at it. So I think you see where this is leading, obviously. After I saw, I would say about two or three months in, I started seeing like some pretty impressive results. And I was like, okay, consistency, showing up for myself, cool. 
I can do that. I can do that in other areas of my life now, which leads me into coming home to collaboration. So again, check out the personal videos because all of this will make a shit ton more of sense once <laughs> once you hear that. But um, I... Up until this point, I have pretty much done a lot of my life on my own. And as an artist, as a creator, I feel like a lot of you will really relate to that because, you know, part of being an artist is figuring out stuff and experimenting and doing all this shit on our own, right? Like we love to be by ourselves in a room and just fucking go with whatever. And I'm not saying that that's wrong. Don't do that. But when it comes to life stuff, (laughs) like having friends and having family around you and asking for help, that's where you really need to collaborate with people. And I don't just mean collaborate on projects or artistic endeavors, but man, I will tell you this time in my life, I would not be where I am right now without the help of others. Um, I, I have to especially shout out to the people who helped with my weight loss. Um, that was a huge step for me, was walking into a place and, and admitting the, you know that I need help. I don't know if any of you know this, but I used to be like a bodybuilder. So I used to do like fucking, <laughs> it's embarrassing. Like I hate saying that shit, <laughs> but I used to do like figure competition. So it was like this hard smack in the face of like, I know what to do. I know what uh, I know how to lose weight, right? But I just need help. I need somebody's support. I need people to be around me and s- encourage me. And and that was hard for me to admit. So, <laughs> like literally walking into the place and then leaving after the initial like consultation, I cried in my car because it was like that was the first time that I truly had asked for help, and it was out of like desperation, right? Um, and then the second person that I have to really um, just give complete praise to is it was one of my mentors and that is uh, Maria she is a spiritual I, I call her my spiritual mentor but I don't I don't I still haven't asked her like what she would prefer to be called but she's a fucking miracle worker worker is all I can say like like she's so good at what she does um but she really helped me through a hard time you know I was I was considering you know just being behind I'm not even considering. I was living the life of a hermit. I was behind my computer. I was working for 12 hours a day. I was doing things for other people constantly and just really forgetting about myself. And she's the first person who kindly put it to me in terms that I could understand and that I could take action on um, just to take my life back. She's like, you know, one of the conversations that really sticks out to me is that She told me I could live the rest of my life doing exactly what I'm doing or I was doing at that point. But how happy would I be? How happy would I be excluding everybody out of my life, not meeting people, not getting over that anxiety of meeting new people and talking about my goals and ambitions? How happy would you be? And it's a it's 100% accurate when I say I wouldn't be fucking happy at all. Like, I just see the shift that happened from me now till then. And it's less than a year. And I'm a whole new human. So 
the fact that just reaching out, I mean, those are only two people, right? Two people that have immensely changed my life. And I just, all I did was ask for help. So if you're in the same boat of being an artist or a creator who who stubbornly does everything by their goddamn selves, reach out to people, make new friends. Um, That was a, a big thing for me too, was, you know, Prior to all of this, I was losing friends. I I had one friend who I could count on for everything and she has a family, you know, but and it was just getting really hard for me. I was like, what am I doing wrong? You know, like, I know I'm a good human. I care about people. I, I really care about what I do. But why isn't this working out for me? And it's because I just had shut myself off to everybody in the world. Um unknowingly. And that's the scary part. It was all unknowingly until I really sat down and looked at myself. Um But as an artist, having the confidence to reach out for help, I think, is a a segue into reaching out to other artists who are in different arenas or are in similar arenas. And you just want to collaborate together on ideas, on on just a goddamn conversation like episode two. I'm not going to release it in this podcast, but you'll see when I talk to somebody just the the amount of camaraderie between two artists talking about similar things and really just, it's like an idea exchange to be so comfortable with yourself that you can bring up topics that you just want an opinion on that you want somebody else to think about with you. It's stuff like that where, you know, coming back to collaboration and coming home to confidence, like these two combined are killer because these are the two things that are going to allow you to take your idea from step one to step two and potentially even further. And my friends, that is evolution. So we are in part three, coming home to evolution. Now evolution can be taken so many ways, um, but I think I'm I'm like fucking giggling while I'm doing this. (laughs) Because it makes me so excited. I think once you can come home to yourself in confidence and in collaboration, you start to understand or see a version of yourself that is evolved and is where you want to take your life. And that's kind of what happened to me. It's just I I really started to get clear on who I was as a human, who I was in these new surroundings of being social, of being fun, of being so intrigued with other artists and and wanting them to succeed that I was like my life before this doesn't make sense anymore so I'm evolving into a new version of myself who wants to help people who wants to be in conversations with other artists who wants to talk about the evolution of art of creativity as a whole for the next billion years right It's all about these big vision things for me that, and this is going to sound terrible, doing cover photos on a daily basis for nine hours just wasn't going to cut it anymore. It wasn't making me happy. And this isn't to say that I don't love my job and I don't love fucking around in Photoshop because I absolutely do. It's still, you know, I still do it for at least four hours a day, every day. Um, And it does have my heart, but the impact that I could potentially have on the world if I just step out of my comfort zone is immense compared to delivering a cover graphic to somebody. You know, I I want to be that person who challenges other artists to really think about 
how powerful they actually are. And this is where the artist emancipation was born. I have this deep desire to change society's thoughts on artists as a whole, because to my knowledge and in my experience of being an artist or a creative my whole life, I've been not treated great. I have been looked down upon. I have been presumed to be stupid, (laughs) which blows my mind because if you look at everybody who is incredibly successful, they're all creatives in some way, shape or form. Um, So I just think that my next life's mission is to help every single artist or creator evolve into a powerful fucking force of nature because that's truly what we hold with our gifts and our talents and our all this stuff that we put our time into whether it's intricately and you can tell me how to say that because i don't fucking know intricately painting an oil painting or meticulously building a Photoshop design, or perfectly putting together the correct words to build a song. All of these things are superpowers that sometimes get overlooked. And when I say sometimes, I mean most of the time, because it's such a creative outlet. And a lot of people think it doesn't matter. And it truly does. It's the basis of all big marketing concepts. Everything leads back to emotion. And I don't know how to tell I don't know how what's more emotional than than art, than creating, than building a fucking world that we wish existed and bringing it into real life. So, I mean, that's that's it. That's the fucking goal. I could go on about this forever. But guys, the artist emancipation is truly going to be a movement. It's going to be something that if you're involved in it as an artist or a creator will change your life. Um, There will be events coming. Obviously, this podcast is an outlet of the expression of the artist emancipation, and we will have plenty of guests on here. It's going to be a really cool movement about learning the journeys of several different types of artists. So if you guys are interested in this, make sure you follow the podcast and stay tuned. I have some really cool shit coming for you guys.